Take two. Welcome back to the Prepper Post News, courtesy of Freedom Prepper and Freedom Roasters Coffee. I am Perrin Lovett, and today is, let's see, what it's a happy morning time, Tuesday, February 8th, 2022. It can't be that late now. Uh, take two, because uh, normally when I, I do a second or third or tenth take, it's because things just aren't working or I get angry and start cursing. I was so exuberant when I started this show, and I don't know why. Uh, I, I started babbling about uh, about the sweatshirt that I'm wearing again because it's very cold here this morning. So anyway, hey, how's everybody doing? I uh, Again, I woke up and I... No, this morning I woke up, I, I did not feel well. I, I felt normal. I felt, you know aches and pains to let you know you're alive, but I was still happy. Um, great things, great things happening all over the place. Uh, welcome back. If you're just joining us for the first time, this is about as good as it gets. But over the weekend, I, uh, I had a conversation on the telephone with uh, one of our fantastic regulars at the community, long-standing uh, valuable member of the community and it was great so uh, I'd like to do more of that I'd I'd like I told him I'd like to take like a road tour this this would assume that I could get the uh, the mobile bug out vehicle operational and have the stamina to, uh, to actually drive any considerable distance but we're gonna meet up, have a big meet up meet the people and I was gonna talk about uh, the price of automobiles I've got a story. If I get to the story about the cars, we'll talk about that. I got a lot to get to here. Totally different stuff today. We're not talking about any of this this scamdemic pandemic hoax nonsense. We're just talking about uh, your video, which oh oh <clears throat> no, it's Ron Unz talking about how the uh, the whole hoax was a uh, an anti-economic bioweapons program. Uh, this is this has been one of his theories that he's been holding on to pretty much for about two years, and uh, uh, there's been a whole lot of proof to come out <coughs> in support. Now, of course, I, this is on the uh, I, I link to Ron Unz all the time his writings. Not really, and I didn't I didn't I've not I just glanced through this. It's an hour and fifteen minutes if you want to watch it or double time the audio. It's on a, it's a podcast, he's the guest, <clears throat> um, and uh, of course, it's, it's, it's YouTube, it's a YouTube video podcast. They're letting it stay up, but they put the COVID vaccine, uh, latest bullshit from the, the criminals, uh, criminal destruction criminals, the CDC, the COVID destruction criminals, get the truth from the liars, but listen to Ron and uh, I've, I've been only, you know, linking like two or three times a week for uh, forever. Anyway, here's something that might disrupt some of his theories, mine too. Uh, this is a change up in the narrative. This is just a rumor about a hoax uh, that I saw at uh, Crazy Days and Nights. I'll put the link up here. Um, this is kind of, it's for him, it might be the longest the longest non-entertainment related post that Inti ever made. Um, 
I'll just leave this. It's a link. Freedomprepper.com. Check out all the links, the show notes. Uh, what if, you know, this, this we, we know because of science that the coronavirus pandemic, the worst event in human history, uh, started when somebody ate a raw bat in China back in December of uh, 2019. Except that there is uh, scientific evidence that maybe, maybe somebody got sick with it back in April 2019, way out in the middle of nowhere in Brazil. I mean, I, I don't, it's possible. I don't know. I'm just throwing stuff out here. I do know that the reaction of the winging it here, trying to get the, I, I thought I had all these loaded. I'll tell you what. The reaction of your governments, particularly in places where the, you know, the liars, they talk about the, the pandemic and the, the hoax and democracy, science and democracy, just utter lies, all these Western democracies talk up freedom and we're free, we have free will and constitutions and all this, you know, freedom of this and freedom of that. Try to hold a church service during a hoax and armed police officers break in and go around uh, harassing everybody about wearing the uh, the satanic face burkas. I mean, that's not necessarily uh, a vestment that you would expect to find in a church. Uh, people keep putting up with that. They're going to keep getting that. It's getting, it's on the border of being really, really bad in places like Austria, possibly in Germany. The worldwide press, who is this? <clears throat> oh God, it's Bloomberg. These. The same people that told you that, uh, uh, oh, did I link that one up? Did I mention that yesterday? According to Bloomberg, a, a real news source you can trust, Russia invaded Ukraine. That that was their, their script story they were holding for later. They just went ahead and ran it inadvertently. But anyway, this Bloomberg tells you that uh, everybody around the world is really worried now about the rebellion brewing up in Canada. These Canadians, you know, they're, they're supposed to be really nice, uh, mild-mannered lumberjack types that wear flannel shirts and, uh, you know, gush eloquently about the, uh, you know, the sap that comes out of their trees. They also like to take large rocks and slide them across ice. Uh, the most unassuming people in the world, they take their wives down to uh, a honeymoon with uh, communist dictators in Cuba. Um, they, uh, they, they, they roll over and accept third world immigration like America, but they're polite about it. And yet now we have the, <laughs> the Canadians just in a total rebellion. Uh, good, good for them. You're going to need that. You're really going to need it in Austria, where, as Vox Day points out, uh, I guess they've, they've got a chancellor that's willing to take the chance of civil war on his watch or her watch or it's whatever... Um, maybe they've got a Biden. They've got an AI program that can't be killed. Can be turned off though. Just cut, cut, pull the plug. Uh, they're pushing ahead with making it mandatory that every all adults take the uh, the death jab, and they'll they'll find people if they don't take it, and if you don't pay the fine, they'll they'll arrest you. Um, I would suggest that maybe now would be the time to uh, preempt this, and uh, this you know. That if they're forcing you to take something that is designed to kill you, that's that's a, it's not only a war crime, that's an overt 
Criminal and Martial Act that warrants an overt martial response. They're and the idiots in Germany, I guess they're waiting to see how bad the violence, the backlash is in Austria before they, uh, they do the same stupid thing. The rest of the world seems to be moving on. It's interesting that, uh, as Vox points out, that this would be, uh, it appears to be targeting the people in Austria and Germany, almost as if somebody has a grudge <clears throat> against them. But the rest of the world, as uh, Dr. Roberts has a string of, of links here, I'll just breeze through these in the interest of time. Got a really great feature about things we can do independently of all the madness. Uh, the rest of the world's moving on. Uh, the elite's Im imposition of tyranny is meeting resistance all over. Good on the Canadian truckers. Um, we, uh, we have, the, you know, the deaths of the vaccinated are just, they're like the only deaths associated with this nonsense now. It's, it's almost becoming obvious to the, uh, I've yet to hear a lot of the super pro-vax, the vehemently, you know, pro-vax, not, not people involved in the scheme, but the people dumb enough to go along with it and expect you to as well. I've yet to hear any of them start to backtrack and apologize. The closest we got was Scott Adams, uh, but whatever. Uh, DOD, I, I, th I think I ran this last week. Trackable, traceable illness, uh, you know, in, in military medicine, uh, all of them are just off the charts after the uh, forcible in, uh, vaccination of all the uh, service members. Let's see here, masks. Proof is in, masks are as useless, are useless as protective devices and do much harm. The, you know, we've known there were studies that the CDC had two years ago, back when Fauci was, uh, you know, waffling around about the masks. Uh, you know, these, these things are bacterial breeding grounds. You wear one long enough, you will get sick. As for being utterly useless against a viral pandemic, uh, we knew that 100 years ago in the wake of the, uh, the, uh, the Spanish flu. People tried wearing masks, they didn't work. Uh, and there were medical science, science, trust science, scientific studies back then that conclusively prove what we again have conclusively proved and yet and still none of the people that screamed and yelled at you in the grocery store for not wearing your mask have yet to repent. But anyway, wish everybody well. Uh, let's see here. Wish everybody well except for the criminals that want to, uh, to put you in jail for not having your child mask up at schools. Talked about that getting blue in the face. Australia is kind of in, in league with Germany and Austria. Uh, just, you know, that's actually where that uh, the church Anyway, moving on, I, it's very depressing, but uh, slowly, I think we are slowly getting to the place where the pop-up blocker, I, I, you know, I'm at the point where I, I really need a new computer and uh, the pop-up blocking and all the other stuff will work great for a few days and then, then it'll update and it'll be all downhill from there. Let's see, I'll just have to read through this fuzzy thing that just won't go away. Shocker, it's shifting gears here, shocker. Germany's uh, CDU, the, uh, the Christian Democrats, may drop Christian from the party name to appeal to a more diverse demographic. Uh, you, uh, you read about, uh, you know, 
you're you know if you're in in Germany and we oh we have people in Germany hey Germans how y'all doing uh, guten Tag and all that great stuff um, I I guess I I haven't kept track with the changes lately this was a surprise to me I, I'd be looking more AFD but if you're you know if you're middle of the road conservative and the CDU not a bad party not a, not a bad party uh, if they change Christian if they take Christian out of the name how much longer is it before they take German out of the equation and then because the uh, there there won't be a uh, peeled here we have another pop-up what is this can I uh, I'll just go off of the I'll just go off the URL the heck with this I don't need this it's CNBC it's financial pornography by and for the people that uh, push the rest of the crap on us. Another jobs report, January, January, this is January 2020. Let me get deeper in here. They can't even get the, this is how fake our news is. They don't even bother to update their URLs. They created this, I guess this was an update from 2020, and they probably every year, if you, if you check the uh, archives or the, the time machine, they just they just change the, the the URL stays the same same story they just change the dates and maybe the figures. Payroll shows surprisingly powerful gain, four hundred and sixty-seven thousand in January despite Omicron. Okay, right there, there's a fraud and a hoax, and they will revise this. They they will you know we know that when every time they put out they just they willy nilly throw these numbers out you know and they don't tell you what kind of jobs I mean are these have a bunch of factories appeared in North America with people making good money? No. As a matter of fact, they're they're about to start closing with more factories. Uh, what kind of jobs are these? They may not exist. They, you know, two or three months from now, they may quietly revise this. It may have been a loss. Uh, total hoax and nonsense. Just everything on that channel and their their reporting service is designed to, to try to affect the uh, the fair value of the S and P and the Dow. Just, just making people playing games. It, it's a lot like this is entertainment for a certain segment of the population. But when it meets reality, you have things like this. RT reports Ford. <laughs> Ford is about to any day now is basically going to shut down North American operations for a week. And it's funny how a week can turn into two weeks to two months to permanent. Uh, because they uh, they don't have any chips. There are no chips coming. Uh, the, the supply uh, chain issue that Brandon said didn't exist. Uh, he went off script, said it was uh, not a problem. But if you can't have, you know, all comp all cars are more computer than automobile now. At least, I, don't, I forget how many computers. Six or ten per car. Everything is controlled by a, by the chips we don't make chips in america anymore they all come from uh, taiwan or asia and uh if they're sitting on a ship somewhere uh they're not going into your cars they can't make the vehicles so they're going to lay everybody off for a week and i mean every i mean from mexico to the few remaining auto plants scattered around the non-detroit parts of america and even the canadian plant will uh one plant in kansas city will continue to uh, produce uh, limited numbers of uh, transit cargo vans. Uh, I guess that's in a mad rush to try to uh, to uh, 
you know, have, have a few more trucks on the road to alleviate the supply chain or possibly to, uh, to you know, to, to shovel, uh, to funnel more uh, and new arrivals, new immigrants from the southern border to a town near you. Moving something around, possibly moving around more, more uh, manure, which is about all we have. All right, shifting our gears here, I'll, again, I'll, I'll mention that you should buy some Freedom Roasters coffee. Go to freedomroasterscoffee.com and order some Freedom Roasters coffee. I don't care what kind, I don't care what quantity, as long as it's pretty much all that you can afford and you max out your credit card and give us the money. That's how we stay in business. Thank you. All right, we're going getting to our feature, which is totally different. It's, a, it's back on my education kick. And I saw this, there's a, oh dear, I forgot to, hubba dubba. Well, crud. There's a book, I, I mentioned this. There's a new book. Lauren Rivera has a book called Pedigree, How Elite Students Get Elite Jobs. And this is not about really smart students that, uh, you know, have high IQs and do the academic work that one would associate the, the high IQ are capable of. This is, uh, this is about midwits <coughs> that through various uh, matriculation machinations find their way into the Ivy League, um, where things are much different than the average person would assume. Uh, none of this has to do with education, uh, and what these these people are being funneled straight to your big prestigious. It's all about pre this is all about image over substance. Big law firms, big consulting firms, BCG, uh, your uh, your you know your Amlaw law firms. Places where young people with degrees can go and make something that still resembles a, uh, a real living wage in these crazy times. But what are the, what's the price they pay? Well, these these recruiters don't care what kind what they what the kids study. They don't care what grades they got. They don't care if they know anything. They can be dumb as a rock, but as long as they have that piece of paper that says Harvard or Yale or Dartmouth or Columbia, uh, and, and they they fit a certain look. But if you went back and read the uh, the yuppie, the yuppie handbook from the uh, the early '80s, that's what look, they're looking for. They're looking for the you know the, the 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 preppy with the the sweater and the squash racket, who who you know who doesn't really know much, but is is just smart enough to communicate with other people that don't know a lot and has interests that are just a, a notch above what the average person can afford. You know, they talk about extracurriculars are really at, are really important, but nothing that would, would benefit, you know, if you're gonna go work for, uh, say, Boston Consulting, if your hobby is analyzing data, that might be helpful on the job, they don't like that. You know, if you, you know, because I mean, that, that you just seem like a nerd. This makes no sense, and it's 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 part of this theory that chaos is the the goal. What they're looking for are things like you know crew. Did you row? Did you row in college? You know, did you play? Did you play squash? Just something that the average person would not be interested in, or would really be able to afford. Uh, you know, it takes a lot of those those little boats, those little cigar-shaped long boats are kind of expensive, and it takes a lot of effort to travel around to regattas. Uh, anyway, take take a look at the book. I, it's just uh, 
the rest of us. What do the rest of us do? And those, these, the Ivy League is supposedly the very best. And a long time ago, they were. They're not now. There's a lot. There's a lot to this. This is uh, this is more about human behavior and the uh, elite fakery. But the rest of us, uh, you know, if you if you're if your kid wants to go to small state U, nothing wrong with that, as long as small state U still teaches something. Uh, if your kid does not want to go to college at all, that's great. Trade school, uh, high school, nothing wrong with being a high school graduate, except that they don't teach much in the high schools. So that's why here comes the feature. I I always preach the homeschooling and preaching to the choir here. Many of you are much more experienced with homeschooling than I am. We've we've got members that you know, homeschool multiple children, and, you know, I assume we have some members who were homeschooled. So, you know, you're out there on your own. We've talked about some of the pitfalls uh, and some of the, you know, the esoteric stuff that goes along with this. Uh, I don't have the really any, any direct experience with it. I just, I, I've read and read and read. So I, I want to throw out from time to time things that might help you. And uh, part of this is new to me foreign to me, and the second part is uh, something that I remember from, it's one, it, it borders on being a boring old parent story from, you know, another century. But anyway, I was reading uh, one of my former favorite small town papers, and I got really upset about something stupid, but then I saw this, uh, this op-ed by a uh, uh, retired educator or somebody talking about uh, answering somebody's question about, you know, children with reading problems and you know that's foreign to me I, I I can't remember when I started reading but as soon as I did I just didn't stop other people I understand have problems with that uh, he, he was talking about dyslexia how to, how to I diagnose that and how to cure it so what I'm gonna link do here is just throw out a link and I I can't vouch for this link it's the first thing I found about this solution to a problem I'm just not familiar with at all but it's a, it's a problem for some people. Apparently, it's easily cured using something called the Orton-Gillingham approach. You may know about this. Uh, if, if, the, if it works, great. If it doesn't work, let me know. We'll, uh, we'll come up with something better. Just, just take a look at this. It's uh, allegedly <clears throat> a method that trains the kids to retrain their brains to make sense of the words. And I, I can imagine there, there must be... Uh, I, I suppose re trying to look at letters and words and not not being able to make the connection that everybody else appears to make with ease is a lot like me listening to spoken language and just it's like you know I I see your you I have to concentrate really hard even on English speakers for, forget anybody talking another language um, Unless, you know, unless I'm around it a long time, it starts to make sense. Everybody sounds like Charlie Brown's teacher to me. But it, it, it's frustrating. There's a cure for that. I, uh, I'm hard-headed. But take, if your kid struggles to read, or if you, you know, struggle to read, take a look at this. Maybe it'll help. Another thing that I know will help, running low on time, I found this. This is the way my brain works. Uh, Linda Schrock. Taylor, I think, wrote uh, an, a great essay a couple of years ago about the death of cursive. They don't teach kids to write in cursive anymore, and they don't. And I, I wondered about that. She, being an educator, 
talks about how that's so important because when you write in cursive, you're not you're not just making pretty script. You're linking the letters together, and it, the phonics literally flows on paper, and it helps you understand the the language. They talk about whole language approach. See the words. This is a whole, you know, totality concept in writing that's lost now. Here's the resource I have for you. Remember, when you if you're really old, you'll remember back in school, we had the. Uh, the, the training lines that had the little uh, dotted line down the center and you, your lowercase letters wanted to touch the dots and the big ones and your teacher was very exacting uh, in forming letters. Um, they still have that stuff and apparently, I, I don't remember this, <clears throat> uh, it's a gra they have, there's a graduated system and this is a link where you, I guess you can print these worksheets out. It's dad's worksheets. Another place I'm not familiar with, I remember this stuff and I know it works. So if you're homeschooling and you want to teach writing, uh, you you start out with the, it's one inch lines with the dash. Really running out of time. And then it graduates down half inch to a quarter inch. And that's about, you know, regular writing size. I can't remember that from childhood because it's been a few years. Fascinating stuff. Uh, reading, writing, very important, out of time. So check all that out and... Uh, We'll check out more news in the news tomorrow. Perrin Lovett is signing out for the Prepper Post News. Deo Vendici with some handwriting and stuff.